Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm ready. Okay. Let's get the show on the road. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. Hi, I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. What's going on, Kev? I don't know. What was that? You, you almost had me laughing. That's by... the point. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to make people laugh. This uh, is episode number 35, podcasting. You, sh- you show them your paycheck? That's usually what I do. <laughs> Did it people sh- laugh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, if people saw my paycheck, they'd be like, I need to do what you do. No, I'm just kidding. I get paid. <laughs> I, I get paid okay. I won't, I won't, I won't lie. I get, I get paid okay. But then I'm a terrible person when it comes to finances. Yeah. So I'm not too bad. I, I have no idea what the episode's about. We breezed over it so fast. Yes. Episode 35, podcasting. All right. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about how we podcast. Okay. Interesting. So, so see you next episode. <laughs> <laughs> And thank yeah. you. Thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Uh, so how's your week been, man? It's been, uh, it's been just, it's been, it's been good, but it's been really super busy. Mm. Um, I always kind of say it's been busy, but I mean, last week I worked like 20 hours of overtime because uh, I was on call. And then this week, man, they stuck me in a bucket truck on Monday morning. And I was out in it almost all day, and it was like super hot, super muggy. Yeah, it was nasty. Out. We were digging a we were digging a ditch because uh, what had happened was we went out to this house to. Um, we don't usually do residential stuff, but in this particular case, we kind of did it, and uh, so we went out to this house. This guy had put a um, a camera on a pole, and a car veered off the road and like smashed into it. So he had the pole replaced. But he moved it over, so the the pipe was broken in the ground. So we had to dig down in the ground, Ooh. repair the pipe. Yeah. So by the end of the day, like I I drank water most of the day, and by the end of the day, I thought I'd pulled something in my shoulder from shoveling, and, my, and it started like spreading from. It started started to go from my ear down to my elbow, and I I was feeling like really like terrible. Mm-hmm. So I, I said, uh, so the, you know, so I, well, the guys are like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. I'll go back up in the, you know, in the bucket truck. And I got a harness on, so it's hot as hell to begin with. And then I got the hard hat on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's no airflow in that bucket truck, too. It's completely sealed. There's not even a door or anything to get in. You know, it's just, it's a bucket. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I'm up in that thing. And uh, I'm waiting and I'm waiting and they're having problems with the camera, like logging into it. It's an IP camera and all that. Mm-hmm. So I felt I felt terrible, like really bad. But I, I stuck it out and I get I get done. And I'm, it was a uh, I don't know, it was about an hour and a half ride down the turnpike. So on the way back, I stop and I get something to eat and I get something to drink and I start to feel a little better. My my shoulder starts to feel better. I'm like, how is this possible? So I'm, I. Made an appointment at the doctor just to get checked out. I didn't know whether I pulled something, you know. And it's yeah. so, it's so like, you know, guys have screwed it up. I guess uh, if if you actually honestly do get hurt at work, you know, they there now there has to be all this formality. Like I have to call my safety guy and I have to make sure it's documented because God forbid I come in the next day and I go, you know, I really think I did something or tore my shoulder. Right. So I. Uh, 
talked to that guy, and uh, I said, listen, I'm just going to go to the doctor. I'm just going to see what's going on. But I, I, I said, it's probably nothing. I probably just need some Advil. So I go to the doctor. The doctor says, uh, were you drinking water? And I go, yeah. He goes, um, did you pee at all? And I said, like once at the end of the day. And he was like, well, what color is it? And I'm like, well, you're kind of getting personal, aren't you? <laughs> He's like, yeah, well, I'm your doctor. So I said it was like orange. And he was like, yeah. He goes, you were severely dehydrated. You're probably borderline on uh, heat exhaustion. That's what, what happened. It starts to screw up with your with your muscles start to get um, yeah cramped up. And uh, right, I was right. like, oh, uh-huh. man. I mean, it didn't. I, I don't know. It could have been that. I it, it was really strange that I stopped and got something to eat and drink, and I started to feel a lot better. And I don't know. Got to keep those fluids in you. Definitely got to get fluids, especially water. Um, and then, you know, if your blood sugar goes low, and then your body kind of just, like, freaks out a little. So, I mean, yeah, so eating something and some water, I'm sure you felt better. But, yeah, your muscles are already kind of like, Ah, I messed up. <laughs> so, so, so needless to say, I was back mm-hmm. in that truck again today, and I did you at least get some rain to cool you down? Because it did no. rain where I was working. No, it rained all up north here. Nothing down south. I was down in Camden. Oh, oh wow, okay. There. But other than that crap, um, <laughs> I had a huge day cleaning up around the house. I I had uh, a couple of things I wanted to get done, so I was cleaning out underneath my house. Is kind of like got a got a sort of a basement but then it kind of it pitches up and slopes up and meets almost meets the house okay so so it's kind of like um it's kind of like stone under there you know uh okay. earth so uh but i got some stuff stored under there i wanted to get cleaned out old stuff they did that got that all out and i, I just my my garage is a, a mess it seems like i cleaned it after flight fast and now it's a mess with all the stuff i got out of the, underneath the house and i'm going through stuff and just throwing stuff out but i was able to go flying on sunday which Mm -hmm. was freaking cool man uh i had a good time at the field and i hadn't been flying i didn't fly the week before yeah it felt like like a month before you know since i had flown something first flight i took the the oxy 255 up the little sport i was having a great time with that like i was slamming that thing around and uh, it was just uh it was just strange because I brought. I, I figured, you know, I'll take it nice and slow. You know, having fun mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. I, it must have been like fifteen seconds into the flight, I'm banging stuff around, like trying TikToks and I'm trying pyro flips again because I started to do those. And yeah, yeah, it was nuts. And um, then I did some streamer combat with the Sukhoi, which was a lot of fun. And that park zone Sukhoi, man. I, I guess I'm at the point now where I don't know why they did the other two modes except for 3D. Because uh-huh. the precision mode is good, but landing with precision mode is always tricky because it likes to try and keep as much attitude and then it drops because it loses it loses air. You know, it stalls. It kind of stalls itself, but it tries to hold on to it till the last minute. Yeah. So that can be tricky for a new pilot. But now that I don't want to say I'm, a, I don't know, I'm, I'm more advanced than I was. Yeah, uh, for sure. But now that I'm getting better, I mean, I'm doing like I'm Harrier and that thing around sort of. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, landing in 3D mode is definitely better for me now uh, than landing in precision mode. And precision mode was how I actually learned to land on that thing when we used to fly up at Green Pond there. Yeah. In the grass. I don't really know anybody who would use the other the other modes. Agility, they call it. Yeah, I think that's the worst mode. 
Yeah. You have to constantly have something inputted or it just like self-levels itself. And it's yeah. like abrupt too. It's not like, you know, slowly self-levels like whoop, right there. So. Yeah. But I was hovering that thing. I was having a great time with mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you were killing it with that. I was I was having some fun to the point where I'm like, I got to figure out how to get a 4S set up in uh, Sequoia, man. I should Google it. I haven't even done that yet. Well, I mean, see what ESC I have in the other one because I I think that's 4S capable. If it is, then just pop the battery in and go for it. Yeah, and I have I have the the since I trashed that Corsair that I banged up a few times in the landing gear kind of got messed up on it. That was a 4S setup too and um I'm going to I might like steal that ESC and motor maybe put them both in there. I don't know. The motor kind of is you know, got its own proprietary prop adapter, so I don't know yeah. if I can do that, but we'll see. But I definitely yeah. want to try that on 4S. I got it, and I don't care if I do th- uh, AS3X or not, because I'll just throw, like, 65% Expo in that thing and, right. and give that a shot. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But the Sport, I'm going back, I'm going, I'm ping-ponging between helis and airplanes. The Sport, dude... What was it? I was like, I don't know. I had six or seven flights on the batteries, and I was like, you know what? This time I'm going out and cutting some grass, and I, <laughs> I like landed inverted. Uh huh. Um, right after that, didn't break anything. Didn't break a servo or anything, which yeah. I was shocked. I just, I think I took a tooth off the main gear. Okay. So I, I bent. You still flew it anyways. <laughs> I think the DFC got a little bent. One of the DFCs got a little bent, and uh, I didn't even loosen the the horn up on the servo. I just like forced it back down where it should be uh-huh and i was flying it again yeah that thing is amazing me how uh how resilient it is how you can just crash it and and then after that i was like i'm trying to kill it like i want to try to like <laughs> damage it even worse so i forgot right. what i was doing i know everybody's like whoa that thing doesn't sound too good and i remember picking it up and doing something else to it like tweaking something else mm-hmm. maybe maybe I don't remember exactly what, but I remember the last flight I had, I got up a big head of speed and I was coming down the runway and you can hear it. It's going ying, ying, ying because of the, the tooth missing. Yeah. And I shut that. I like kill the power to it and I'm auto rotating like down the runway. <laughs> and I kind of like I kind of it pitched up like I kind of got it kind of low and it. I don't think I pitched it up. I have to check my control horns again now before I, I fly this thing again. But it actually like. I saw it from behind. I saw this thing just pitch straight up. It kept going like parallel with the runway and then just dropped straight on the tail. Boom. And then flipped over. And Ricky was watching me and he was like, dude, that was so freaking cool. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm tr- I was trying to kill it, you know, and I go down there. Nothing's broken um, except my control horns again, you know, or moved around because they've been like loose to begin with on that. Yeah, you probably should replace them because they're probably slipping. Um yeah. You know, inside the plastic is just getting worn in. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the reason why I haven't broken the servos, you know, either. But, uh, yeah, no, it, the thing's been great. And, yeah, I know I'm getting to the point where I shouldn't really – I don't really recommend, uh, yeah, moving those control horns back or whatever, or, you know, because you, you can easily lose control of it, you know, if you're if you're uh, taking off or whatever and, you know, the control horn slips. Yeah, that would be really bad. So I don't recommend doing what I just did. But um, no, nah, it was cool. And I flew the I flew the 380 also, and I was doing pyro flips on that. Oh, and then I uh-huh. went to my uh, I went to my brother in law's. That was on Sunday, 
And yeah. I had to go to my uh, my niece's um, birthday party, my mm-hmm. brother-in-law's, and he's got a big place right down the street from where we used to fly at Green Pond. Yeah. I brought my uh, my Oxy 3 Plus out and uh, while I were there because I had it with me. And I had a couple. I had like two or three batteries charged. And I flew that in the backyard, and uh, I was putting on a show for everybody. It was pretty cool. Was everyone like, whoa, whoa? <laughs> yeah, I was doing TikToks a little bit, and then I was doing pyro flips, and then I tried to, I tried to loop. There wasn't a lot of room, but yeah. I like went out over the trees and over the road and did something else I probably shouldn't do. So don't do that, kids. So <laughs> nice. that's been my freaking weekend and cool. uh, part of my week. What have you been up to? Uh, before I go into mine, first off, you worked 20 hours of overtime? I worked 20 hours overtime last week. Yeah. So you should be seeing that residual check sometime this week or next week. What are you yeah. gonna get? You gonna get something RC related? You can get a V control, huh? 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 Uh, oh, dude, I gotta give a shout out to you guys. On uh, who was it? Frank, Frank, in Florida. Yeah, and, and and you with the V control guy on Facebook. I was like, dude, uh, he was selling have... it super cheap. Oh, I know, man. I know, but I got a couple of things I gotta take care of first. And okay, okay. It's just, you know, I don't know, man. It's just like I said, it's not, not in the cards. I mean, we're, we're planning on going on vacation, too, so. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And then there was, a, there was something else I wanted to say, but now I... Oh, I looked up the ESC that's in there. It's the Ternergy Trust 55 amp. It is 6S ca- capable. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you're good with that 4S. You could just throw it right in there and fly that plane. I think I did once, right, already? But we weren't sure, so I wasn't really pushing it. Yeah, no. But now, I mean, now I can push sure. it. It is. Yeah. Why don't you drop a stick test in there? No. Yeah, I don't I think should. that motor will be able to take it. No. The motor. I don't think the motor will be able to take it. Because what is it? A, a fourteen hundred k? No, no. It's like ten fifty or something like that, right? Yeah, I'd have to look that up. Twelve hundred sure. or something. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if. I mean, it might just. You might have. That prop on there might be way too big for a success. You know. That motor speed being that high. Yeah, but I'm going to need the air, man, moving over the wings if I'm doing, like, any kind of 3D, you know? I'm going to need yeah. a big prop. Yep. So I think 4S would be good, though. It's 12.4, the prop on that. So yeah, that shouldn't be that taxing on a motor. Um, No, probably not that taxing on a 3 or even 4S setup. But on yeah. a 6S, that thing is spinning... You know, basically twice what it normally spins with the three S setup. Well, dude, you're the only one talking about six S. I, I don't. I wasn't gonna do that. I think that'd be awesome. I don't, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe next year. I already smoked one thing this year. <laughs> next oh, year. that's what I'm saying. You got an extra, right? You got you yeah. got uh, you got mine. So it's like you can just kind of use that as like your guinea pig. You know, give it a shot. What are you gonna lose? Burn a motor or crash the hell, uh, the crash the plane? It's a foamy. It's all good. Yeah, and I actually have a fuselage for that too, man. What do you mean? You have a spare? Yeah, I have a brand new one that oh, I got sh- for some. I don't know when I was adding on to Horizon to get like a hundred bucks. You should. Uh, you should sell that to Ricky. Oh, he's he got has, a Sukhoi. He has a Sukhoi, but the fuse is trashed. And he's been yeah. like, oh, he's asking me like every time I go to like a swap meet. Oh, see if anyone's selling a, you know. A cheap it's one like or fifty piece. bucks on freaking. Oh, is it? I don't know. I, I never looked up the part. Something like that. But anyways, uh, so yeah, my my week has been busy with work. Oh, and happy yeah. birthday, by the way. Oh, since thank it was you. Yesterday. 
Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, birthday. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. Yeah, I mean, not as old as you. But you I'm are old. another year older, though. <laughs> it keeps on coming. I hate it. Yeah, it's like Can't do anything year. about it. Yeah, every year. Like clockwork, almost. Dude, so so how old are you? <laughs> um, How old am I? What's the episode number? No, I'm not that. I'm 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 older. I'm a higher number than the episode number. So you're like wiping your feet on the doormat of forty or what? Or getting close? close. You're getting close. close. A couple of years too. All right. So yeah, I mean, I'm 37. I don't. Know. I okay. don't. I don't mind. I'll say it. But uh, yeah, I've just <laughs> been busy at work. Uh, there was there's this road bump that I've I've been dealing with one, with one of my projects for like the last two months, just pulling my hair out trying to figure out, and um. I finally got it figured out. Oh, nice. So it was like a big like sign of you know, relief. Like, okay, now I can move forward with this project. I'm already like a quarter and a half behind on the project because of this road bump. So uh, I'm kind of happy with that. But, um, you know, I stayed late a couple of nights, uh, just a little bit, like half hour, to do some laser cutting. A lot of laser cutting. Yes. I've been cutting out. Uh, I mean... It's, it's funny because, you know, I used to be all about 3D printing. And, you know, you know from experience from, you know, you 3D print. Like, you know, when you 3D print at home, it's cool. But, like, I'm staying late at work to 3D print. It's like, oh, my God, come on, hurry up and print, hurry up and print. It's, you know, most print jobs are anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour, two hours easily for just, like, some simple parts. So I've been, you know, we got this laser cutter. I got, you know, I've, I I learned how to use it, and I've just kind of gone to town with it. I almost every other night I'm trying to cut something. So I don't know if I mentioned it on. I don't think I mentioned it on the last episode, but I finished my charging case. Yeah, you did. Um, did I mention that I finished it? No, yeah, you finished it. Is what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we were talking about like the different versions of the the layout. So I went with the two fans on the left, auto logos on the right. And so that, that whole top deck is basically quarter-inch uh, black opaque uh, acrylic. And then I have auto logos, you know, was it Lynx, Oxy, Goblin, and V-Control, V-Bar Control. And then the Free Far C1, the big one right in the middle. And, I mean, I, I basically took two nights to wire that whole thing up. I just, I, like, didn't want to stop. You know, it's one of those things where you start and you're like, oh, it's starting to come out so good. You can, like, you just can't wait to finish it. Yeah. So, I think two nights I spent, like, three, four hours, two o'clock in the morning, um, you know, end times each day, each night. And, but I got it done. I got the switches in. I, I had a power strip in there, completely took that apart. Cut the leads off to power. You know, I soldered the leads onto a, a basically a Y connector. So then that goes into the regular um, outlet plug for the power supplies and then into the power supplies. Um, I have a switch on there. I have a switch for the LEDs. Uh, the two 80 millimeter fans that are also clear and they have blue LEDs in there. I got that set up, and um, you know, and then the charger sits perfectly in there. The cutouts just like you know, I could probably go on a, probably about two millimeters all around smaller just to fit it better but i'm not going to complain i mean for the first first you know cut of this it came out you know in my opinion really really good so dude it looks phenomenal i f- forgot i wanted to mention something but i'm glad you brought it up dude yeah thank you I it mean, looks amazing and i haven't even seen it like i saw it in direct sunlight so did yeah. you paint the back of it to give it that 
that like gloss finish that no gloss no that's finish? just uh, the the you know the acrylic i bought so i could have bought semi translucent i could have bought clear i could have bought any full range of colors and different material like color materials i guess like i could go mirrored i could do you know just a whole bunch of different acrylics but um i i decided to go with the black kind of keep it nice you know i wish it wasn't i wish i went and spent the extra money for the um there's a black that's matte so it doesn't have that shiny bit yeah i was thinking the same thing i was gonna like either plasti dip it or something when i got done yeah, the, I didn't even ha- know that. I thought it was just clear only. I didn't even know they came in different colors like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they come in all sorts of colors. But the 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 matte one is nice, but I wasn't sure if this was going to work and the black one I got which was I think um I think it was like 18 by 24 or maybe 24 by 30 or something like that. It was a pretty big sheet, but it was like $36 for the for the shiny or you know, acrylic one. While the matte one was like almost 50 60 bucks so i wasn't sure if it was gonna work i didn't want to drop 50 60 dollars for a sheet of acrylic and then have it not work for me right um but yeah i mean i have the option i could always not just go back i have the file i can make my adjustments and just cut it out another one in less than 30 minutes yeah. that's how quickly that thing cuts and also rasters like you know i have like the name i mean i have the switches labeled so it says like master on the side and it says on and off and then the next switch is next to it. And on the right of that, it says lights and then an on and off on the top and bottom of it. So, yeah, it looks phenomenal, man. I just love it. I could cut out a whole new one in 30 minutes if I wanted to. You got to hook a fellow up with the uh, the template and so I can yes. do my own, man. Yes, I will email that to you tonight when we're done because I know I said I was going to do it last week or something. Yeah, or during the weekend, I think when we met up. I'm, I'm in no rush. So where did you get the material from? Just online somewhere, or do you guys? No, have- um, I mean I work in Brooklyn, and there's a pl- you know Chinatown is really close, and there's Canal Street Plastics. Okay. Um, and they have all sorts of acrylic, Lexan, plexiglass, whatever, um, different materials. There, anything like basically plastic based. That's that's in Manhattan, though, right? That's the Chinatown. It's, yeah, Manhattan. Chinatown, Manhattan. Yeah, Canal Street. Yeah, Canal, right. I mean, it's basically two tra- two train stops for me. Yeah, yeah. So, I used to drive when I used to go to Brooklyn. I used to drive right down Canal Street. It was the easiest way getting in. And yeah, out. right to Brooklyn uh, to Manhattan Bridge, right there, right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm probably gonna make another run if you want me to pick anything up for you. Probably either later this week or next week. Um, but yeah, I'll get you that file. You could design it. Let me know. I'll cut it out for you. Okay. Uh, besides that, uh, you know, I flew on Sunday with you uh, this weekend. I mean, you saw yeah, you saw how it was. Man. Yeah, man. I thought I had a busy week and weekend. You were just like, yeah. couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe you were there. Yeah. So I mean, for for the folks that follow me on Facebook, this Saturday. I drove, um, you know, me, me and the wifey drove down to uh, North Carolina to pick up Maria's daughter from, from you know, her, uh, I guess, biological dad. North Carolina, it's like down there uh, by Fayetteville, I think. Yeah. And so, you know, we originally, she was like, oh, it's, you know, it's probably about an eight and a half hour drive. We hit so much traffic in Virginia that we left at, you know, 12, 12. 30-ish, coming from New Jersey in the afternoon on Saturday. Right. Drove straight down. Didn't get there till 11.30 that night. Wow. Packed up the car, 
then you know we started driving back. I think at like one thirty, I was like, okay, I'm hungry. <laughs> you know, like I've been up. I'm you know I'm hungry. So we stopped at a Denny's. We got some breakfast or late dinner, I guess, or whatever. Um, and then we just continued that drive all the way back. I didn't get back home, back to Jersey into Sunday at around ten thirty. Jeez, dude. Yeah. So I slept about two hours and then Maria drove and then I slept for another two hours. I mean, that last leg of like Atlantic City, Camden back to, <laughs> yeah. to you know, Hackensack back up here in you know, Bergen County. Oh, my God. Like I was just I just did that today. Down yeah. The the yeah. You know, park. I mean, it's not a great drive. It's, you know, ugh. dude. And I got to say for a road that we actually pay for this it pisses me off so bad. Down there is fine. Like down, like the Atlantic City, like exit four. I was, I was at. So exit four yeah. up to like exit whatever, ten maybe. Okay, it's, it's nice. You got the dual lanes, trucks yeah. and cars in one, cars in the other. No problem. When you start getting up around Newark Airport, that road is so trash, dude. I was in a bucket truck bouncing all over the place. Like I'm like, this is a road yeah. you pay for. You like, know what though? I I totally agree. But when I got down to like down south like virginia and like into north carolina the roads were even worse than here i felt like it at least the roads that i took i-95 295 and then then we for some reason the navy was telling me to go uh on the way back through washington dc no we ended up we ended up on some parkway which was even worse but it was cool i got to pass by the entrance for nasa employees only i waved um, and then the NSA, and I'm like, babe, turn off your phone. We need to turn off all electronic oh. devices. <laughs> they knew you were coming. Oh, of course. Yeah, 295. You got to stay on the on the loops, though, dude. You got to stay on the rings there. Yeah. You, you can't go. I made a mistake one one time coming back from Florida, uh, driving past the White House, going, "What the hell? How did I get off? How did I get off the main <laughs> road? You know? Because right. at that point, you're like, you're you're space, dude. Yeah. Um, it was cool though. I mean, I'd never been in Washington D.C., so like, even though we never we didn't really stop in Washington D.C., just to kind of pass by, uh, you know, the Jefferson Monument and and the Lincoln Monument and stuff it was kind of cool. It's like, oh look, I can see it. Yeah. Okay. Let's oh, get so home. You were <laughs> you were pretty far in then. Yeah, yeah. It's I forgot the... the parkway that we took, but it was uh, it was it was like the Palisades Park. It was like a two lane each way, you know, with a a wood median, like you know, like a grassy woodsy little median there. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Beltway inside the Beltway. Yeah, I think that's, that's when they talk about inside the Beltway. It's the two ninety five, and and that's what they're talking about. Ah, uh, okay. Or one of those roads, and that that's the little subculture that you know. If the if you, people never get out of that business is booming inside the Beltway, you know everything's fine. But then that's why they say you know outside the Beltway is where real America is, and a lot of Washington doesn't see it. Right, right. So you experience that. But yeah, so I mean, I, I flew. It, it, you were at the field, dude, and you were. You, it looked like you were. Your patience was like almost down to nothing. You were just like, "Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it." But don't piss like, me off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't feel like that. I just felt really tired. Um, and I and uh, you know, when you're that tired, you're kind of not delusional, but you're kind of like, "Eh, yeah, I think I'm gonna crash a heli today." You did say that too, yeah. I did say that because I was like, "Yeah, I, I know I can't. Pay, I'm not gonna be able to pay attention, you know." Um, so yeah, I flew and I crashed the Oxy Three Cube, cube, 
I mean, it was totally my mistake. And this is something that I've been working on, and I've only been working on on the uh, the cube and maybe the seven hundred and three eighty a little. But I'm doing front flips. Like I always do front flips. That's kind of like my go to move. And I've been doing it, you know, with the heli, you know, basically side hover. And I've been practicing to do it like a foot off the ground. You know, yeah. flip, stop it, a foot off the ground, flip, stop it. You know, kind of like learn that like collective yeah. pump, stop it, and then flip it again and stop it. You know, kind of like the smack flying, right? So you were, you were even saying that flip, stop, flip, stop. I could hear you saying it. Yeah, I was saying, yes, I could write myself what I'm doing. Uh, that's how tired I was. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, I was doing it and, and, and I think I was saying that when I was flying the 700, and I was probably about like 10 feet up in the air. But um, but that oxy, I was on the deck, like I was right there on the ground. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys even really saw it much because, you know, if you're sitting back behind the fence there. But uh, yeah, so that was cool. I went inverted, didn't stop it quick enough, landed right on the head. Um, as far three blades, you know, it's a cube. All three blades shredded. I think the I got some spindles. I got to replace. Uh, probably main shaft, main gear. Then I, no way I could hit throttle hole quick enough since it's only a foot off the ground. And what else? I don't think there was anything else, though. So, I mean, I had all the parts uh, except for the blades. So I ordered blades. That should be coming soon. Nice. Once I got some sleep, you know, I started working. Um, this was primarily Monday. Yeah, I guess some Sunday night and Monday. I started working on my FT Batphone Y6 conversion some more. Uh, I had everything stripped out before last week. This week was reassembly. The motor mounts, the ESCs, I got the ESCs in, so all six ESCs are now mounted. They're all wired to an 80-millimeter power distribution board, a PDB, and that's mounted right onto the bottom part of the the two-part frame. And then I got the top frame on. I, I built landing gears for it, which I laser cut the mounts out of uh, onto eighth inch uh, ply. You know, I was hoping you said I three D printed landing gear. I was. <laughs> I tried to three D print. They it failed the job, and wow. I'm like, these are flat items. I can just cut this. Yeah. You know, if they're like you know molded pieces or whatever, yeah, I got to three D print them. But if they're just flat pieces, oh. I'm just literally. It, I had four mounts that go on the on the main bottom of the the Y. I don't know tricopter. I guess I'll call it for now. Um, and then that mounts to two legs. And then on the bottom two legs, there's a a perpendicular uh, piece that kind of mounts to that. And I basically have like these eighth inch thick plywood um, mounts with holes that I I can use as joiners. Those pieces took eight minutes to cut. Wow. I, I cut them in eight minutes, put them in pocket, went home. Like I didn't have to, I didn't really even have to stay late for work. Like that's how quick it was. It was more time for me to uh, uh, set the focal point of the laser than it did for me to actually cut it. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So so yeah, that's all set up. The landing gears are done. Um, now all I have to do basically is mount the flight controller, and you know get a get a receiver. And get that mounted up. Um, I'm gonna go with a DSMX Sat satellite for that. I'm I'm gonna try this one. It's a it's a Lemon RX one, okay. but it's a 
it's a full diversity Lemon RX. So it has like the really long antennas. That's the one you got at FlyFest? No, no. I didn't I didn't buy one at FlyFest. I didn't oh. see one. I didn't see that they had one. I remember you talking about it or something. Yeah, I was talking about it for my quad, my 250, because I kept on losing signal Yeah. Um, on the right side of our field. And Anthony was like, oh, you got to go with the Spectrum um, full diversity one. And I was like, oh, yeah? And I looked it up. It's like 50 or 60 bucks. Yeah. But I didn't, you know, I don't know. I'm cheap. So I was like, ah, there's a Lemon RX one. It's only 18, 19 bucks. I was like, ah, I'll try it. You know, if it falls out of the air, it's not the first time I've crashed a quadcopter, tricopter, or any of my flight tests, you know, multi rotors. So, yeah. Like, yeah, no big deal. I can't wait to see it, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to definitely look pretty cool. So, I, gotta, I do have to build an adapter mount for the um, flight controller, though. Because I'm using a Nase 32, and it's only a, a 30 millimeter square, I guess. Oh. Or the mounting holes are 30 millimeters from each other. While the PDB is 80 mil, and that, you know, there's bolt holes on the bottom frame of the bat bone. You can bolt that in. But then I wanted to put the flight controller right on top of that because that's right where the flight controller would be. So I'm going to make an adapter piece where I can use small little 10 millimeter risers from the the 80 millimeter holes, and then I have a flat piece, which I'll laser cut, <laughs> um, that'll be an adapter for 30 mil um, or whatever okay. the, the, the Nase one is. So I should be able to get that done this week, get that mounted this week. I'm hoping if that uh, diversity receiver comes in, I should have this bird flying by this weekend. Nice. Yeah, and then once I get that done, then I'm going to figure out a mounting solution for... The uh, the gimbal I have, the GoPro gimbal, I'm gonna put that on there because this is gonna be more of an aerial photography, you know, multi rotor than a, a racer or a stunt one. Right. But I am gonna try flipping it, you know, <laughs> turn the race up and see how it flips. Sure. I'm why just not? I'm curious to see because I used to love the uh, uh, David Vindasol's RC Explorer, that tricopter when it does the flips, it was yeah. so cool because it flips right on axis of the tail or right on axis of the two front motors and it just it, it looked really cool and i'm curious to see i mean this is going to definitely weigh more the landing gears are huge the you know having the extra motors escs that's going to definitely add more weight and i'm probably going to run it well i'll probably do the the 3004 s's i have but when i go in ap mode where like i'm i'm holding a camera and i want some good flight times i'm probably gonna run two of those in uh in parallel okay so you know, to run whatever um, 6,000 for us. So, but yeah, I'm curious to see. We'll see. Um, hopefully this weekend. So that's about, is that it for me? Yeah, that's about it for me. That's it for me. Yeah. Let's go into the main topic now. All right. So podcasting, you know, we kind of wanted to do an episode on how do we come up with an episode? You know, what's like kind of like a behind the scenes, the logistics of, of doing the episode. Um, just to give our listeners a little idea of, of you know, I mean, obviously everyone knows that it's it takes a lot of time. You know, there's it's hard work involved and stuff and dedication to to, to do a podcast. But you know, what how does it really break down to? Like, what is it? What what's the the week look like for us as we get ready to do a show? Yeah, I'd like to know that too. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I mean, the first thing is to do a show, you need a topic. Right, like you need to have content to talk about the show. Yeah. So, how do we come up with an episode idea? 
I mean, for me, it's just like whatever I have in my head. I usually say text you and say, hey, why don't we do a show about this? Yeah, that's one of the main ways we do it. We bounce ideas off of each other. And we, we did start a little list of like topics that we'd like show to show ideas. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and we've, we've reached out. I think we have an idea that, um, that you thought of, the RC emergency kit. And, you know, you, you text me this morning like, oh, you know, is it cool if I reach out to our listeners on, on our Facebook page and, and, you know, have them give us some input? Of course, definitely. You yeah, know, we got responses this. already, like within like two, three hours. Guys, yeah, right. Yeah, Fred used it. Um, who Chris, else was it? Chris, Chris Breams. Yeah. I think your buddy Russ Cox, he, I think he said something too. I think it was him. Hi, Russ. Call Stacy, call Stacy, call Stacy. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so we, we basically bounce ideas off of it, off of each other. Um, you know, there's usually things that I kind of have in my head. Yeah, you've had some really good ideas. You know, um, like I know someone who does air photography, so that's how that episode came about. I was like, right. yeah, I remember Christian. Yeah, we he saw, you know, he came out and flew with us once, so let me hit him up and see how, how he is. I think you had, you had the idea for the designer series, too. Other designer, you know, guys to come on and talk about their planes and stuff like that that yeah, they designed. Yep, the designer series, uh, build it bigger was one of my ideas too. Having, uh, you know, talking about the two hundred percent stuff that you and, and Nick did. Yeah. Well, and then stuff just drops, kind of dropped in our lap too. Um, Anthony knew Chris Ryber, so we started right. talking to him, and Chris knew Kyle Stacy. Yeah, Kyle Stacy. And uh, <laughs> wait, wait, one more so time, Kyle Stacy. Oh, jeez, it's like uh, what's that show, Big Bang? Yeah, yeah. Um, he has to knock three times, <laughs> right? Yeah. So uh, I mean that that worked out really well. I'm, I would love to have a couple of guys from Flight Test on, and uh, we're you know we we went to Flight Fest, so we're yeah. hopefully going to get together with those guys and and do a show, which would be freaking awesome. Yep, that'd be cool. I mean, I don't know. I think it was Mike Finley's idea to do a. Uh, kind of crossover episode with yeah. the flight test community cast and us. You know that's awesome. I don't know. It's like I guess as things develop for us in the hobby, like as we get into more helis, um, our listeners definitely notice that we've been. You know, probably about four episodes ago, or three episodes, we were very heavy in the heli episodes. Yeah, talking about uh, rebuilding helis, buying used helis, uh, scale. I think scale, but that was that was early on though. That was earlier on, but yeah, we were doing scales, and that's kind of the, you know, we got Chris. Chris. That was more Chris's idea. Oh, I think, was it Chris's idea, or was it one of us? And then we're like, but Chris, yeah, we got to talk to Chris about scale helis because yeah, he so. has so much experience in it. Um, and a and lot of I, times it's stuff that we're we're interested in, too. Like, yeah. like I was interested in the scale helis. I had no idea. Uh, I had a lot of questions about it. The right. same the same with the batteries. We butchered the first one, and and then we got a chance to... You know, get Nick on and talk about in the correct way. Well, butcher a little less, I would say. Butcher a little <laughs> less. Yeah. Um, you know, and then like the events started coming up. So we, we had right. our HeliFest yeah. event. Even though we do a lot of helicopter stuff, we are still, you know, flight test fanboys at heart, I guess, you know, when it comes to planes. And, you know, building with foam came from that. Like I got, I got, you know, my, my field rep sponsorship. So we ended up doing an episode about sponsorships. I think at a certain point you were buying, you were buying a used heli, and I sold you a bunch of used planes, and then that just kind of developed into the the buying a used heli and buying used plane episodes, right? Like it's just kind of 
our life in the hobby yeah. ends up becoming episodes, that, you know, or episode ideas that we could talk about. Yeah. So after that, right, after we come up an episode, what is our usually next path that we take is well, starting we, the agenda, right? Right. We put show notes together. Yeah. So we create show notes. Uh, we use Google Docs for that which uh, makes it very easy to share. And I love the live editing. Like, yeah. I start typing, and after I finish a word, it automatically pops up on Kevin's laptop or computer. So it's, it's you know, real-time editing together. Uh, so that's, that's really cool. Yeah, and we can share that with the people we have on the show, so it's really easy for them to follow along. You know, as yeah. far the layout that we have and the main topic and the subtopics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to to the people we have on the show, our guest hosts, our you know, Chris and Nick, like yeah, it just makes it so easy to share. As long as you have a Google account, it's it's super simple. Yep. So once we start getting the agenda going, um, we also think about like scheduling guest hosts and interviews, interviewees, right? To to kind of help out with the topic. You know, what are we? Three years in the hobby, maybe almost four years now. We're we're not in no way an expert in anything of this hobby. So when anytime we can get a guest host that's more knowledgeable or just a cool person to get on the show and, and shoot the shit with, you know, yep. we do it. So so when we when we when I look into I mean I kinda I guess I'd kinda do most of the guest host scheduling, right? Yeah. So I guess when I look into doing a guest getting a guest host on the show, I mean first thing is I, I just message them. Um, usually Facebook, uh, you know, I message them, see if they want to get on the show, let them know what the show's about, and see if they're interested. If they are interested, I share out the agenda with questions on it, so they're kind of know ahead of time what they're going to get into um, to make sure, you know, and also link to the show so they can listen to us and and be like, that Steve guy is annoying. And they real then they really know what they're getting into if they <laughs> yeah. actually take the time to listen to us. And that usually worked out pre- works out pretty well. We're gonna get some more guest hosts. So I have some ideas and coming to you know episodes near you. So cool. And then while we're filling out the main topic, we'll we'll kind of fill out the questions, what we want to talk about, or kind of little keynotes that we, you know I'll put in there. Um, and then and then usually we do like some sort of news lookup, and and I don't particularly go looking for news like while I'm writing the agenda. But throughout the week, at least this is for me. I don't know, Kevin, you can go into how you do it. But basically, I, you know, just on, on Facebook, right? I have the groups that I'm part of. I have, you know, a bunch of RC friends on Facebook. So I kind of see what's going on with them. And they usually will share something. And then, you know, I'll be like, oh, I, you know, I heard about this. Or, you know, now look into it a little further and add it to the, to the show notes. How about you? Uh, I usually do so Google search. Um which would probably okay. explain why you have more heli-related news topics than I do. Yeah, I think you know heli friends outweigh. Because no, I think you um you do a, you search like heli freak and stuff like that for news, probably right. No, I don't. I don't really go on heli freak for news. I, I go to heli freak for the links topic or page, right? The link support, I guess, just because. I, you know, if, if there's any way I can help out as a field rep and help help you know folks there, I'll try that. But usually, I'm on the buy and sell threads. Okay. You know, I'm, looking, I'm I'm seeing what people are selling, and and then also what prices things are, right? Because I'm I'm gonna be 
posting up some stuff for sale. So I want to know, you know, if I ask, ask for seven or $800 for my Taos AC 570 airframe, is that too much? Is that too little? Like, you know, like what's it going for? What do 570s go for? You know, I kind of do some research like that. Yeah. I mean, most of my news comes from Facebook. Um, I don't really go on the forums for news. It's just, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are sharing um, new products, new things, uh, and it's usually done on Facebook because it's kind of the main, I guess, social outlet, I would say. Um, Right. You know, I know Twitter and, you know, other ones are more, probably have a lot of folks on them too, but I just feel like Facebook is, has a better platform for that stuff. So, and then what, what do we do next? We record? Well, I make fun of you a little. When do you make fun of me? Because I, I have no idea. No, I don't. I just <laughs> want that in there. Oh, so I don't know when you're making fun of me. I get it. Okay. <laughs> no, I just I just wanted to put it in there just like how, uh, you know, you were talking about Canadians and I was like, Kevin loves Canadians. All I said was we have a lot of Canadian listeners and I should go easy on the Canadians. And I said, Kevin loves Canadians. And what did you say next? <laughs> I said, I do. Pamela Anderson is Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So after that, then we record on Tuesdays. Today's not Tuesday, but normally we record on Tuesday. Uh, and then basically we record Tuesday night. Uh, it goes, I don't know. I mean, on the average, what would you say our records are? Like actual record? Recording like actual, time? Yeah, like actual time on you know, Skype. I don't know, two and a half hours? Sometimes okay. three? Two nah, and a half to yeah. three hours? There's yeah. some episodes that went that went two and a half hours edited down. So yeah, I would say about three hours. Yeah. Um on a on the long side. Uh we do use Skype to initiate an audio call and Kevin uses uh, a program that will take the input of Skype, uh or the output of Skype I guess you could say, and input it and record it. Yeah, and it records talk it. Talk into- about that a little? Yeah, it records it into two tracks, uh, I guess because I'm getting the call on one track and whoever calls me is the other track. So if we have like three people call, like if it's you and Nick and, and Chris, it's all mm-hmm. one track. So if you guys step on each other a lot, I can't really edit that out. But when okay. you and I step on each other, I can edit that usually down. Right. And the editing process has been getting a lot better. I use uh, Audacity. cheap. It's a free program. Can't get any cheaper mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, dude, that's that's a really good program. It's been really rock solid. I haven't had any problems with it. And nice. um yeah, and it's been it's been getting better because uh, I think we're actually getting better at and more comfortable comfortable recording as I screw that all up. <laughs> the next topic though, uh in the main topic is podcasts that we listen to. And uh this is something that I wanted to just talk about because um, I first off I, I should mention I well people probably know that we listen to RCHN uh, we both listen to that I listened to the mm-hmm. f- the flight test one and mm-hmm. um, right off the bat I wanted to say the latest one they have now see they did something a little tricky that I didn't realize was going on um, they used to have flight test podcast mm-hmm. they used to have the FT hours podcast and then they used to have the community podcast and i believe it's all under one podcast now if i'm not mistaken um or am i mistaken i think you are mistaken okay 
So flight test community cast has always been its own entity. They have the blessing of flight test, but it's their own show. Like, you know, it's not done under the roof of flight test. Um, right. But if you, I don't know about that. Maybe it's the software I use because, uh, when I, when I, uh, when I bring up anything flight test, it only comes up under one, like under one heading under one picture um the ft hour got like let me try and pull this up here so i'm i'm on my podcast app and and i see um the flight test community podcast separate to the flight test rc planes drones multi-rotor now flight tests like you know the latest episode with um oh not the latest episode but the episode before uh there's two basically flight test episodes. Or Dude, this podcasts. iTunes just crashed my computer as I'm looking at it. Not the like, record computer, right? No, but it just okay. froze completely up. I cannot stand iTunes. I hate. I've hated it since the first day. Sorry, mm-hmm. man. I'm ranting, but I really, cool. I really shouldn't bash the, our media platform. But dude, when I plug my phone in, mm-hmm. it's a computer age. It should upload automatically. It shouldn't have to wait for me to select stuff. I mean, if it's all latest and greatest, just upload. And that, upload what? What do you mean? Like if I plug my phone into the computer, and uh-huh. I have I have new podcasts that I'm that I'm supposed to listen to. I mean, this used to happen years ago. I don't know. It's probably changed since. I think you can auto sync that. Yeah, now you can. But, oh. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Years ago, it was such a pain. You had to actually tell it to sync or. To uh, yeah, to sync it up. Yeah, but um, so to go back to flight tests, there's the flight test guys like you know uh, Josh and and Alex and Austin, Stefan, you know those guys. And then there's the FT After Hours, and they all get basically published under the flight test uh, subscription. Okay, so maybe that's what I'm. So those they used to do. I mean, they used to oh, do alternating right. they, weeks. They used to do alternating weeks. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. But then the regular flight tests, basically, I'm not sure what happened. They got busy or they basically stopped producing um, episodes. Yeah. And then, you know, then it was the FT after, uh, after Hour guys. And they were still doing it every other week. And then I think they fell off for a little bit, too. But, yeah, they just released two episodes, uh, basically one of each. And they're both great. Especially the last one with David. I don't know if you listened to that one that's, yet. That's the one I was talking about when he yeah. talks about his Chernobyl experience. Chernobyl trip. Yeah. He went over there with, uh, I think, some of the Rotor Riot guys and yep. just to fly quads. Chad Capper. And, mm-hmm. and Chad. Oh, was it Chad Capper too? As I know yeah. there's a Chad in Rotor Riot. There's a Chad Nolak and Chad Capper, yes. So, yeah. You know, Rotor Riot is Chad's baby. That's his new project. And, yeah. yeah. And from the episode, he basically was like, yeah, um, we're gonna go to Chernobyl. You know, talking to Dave. He's like, and it's like, yeah, if you pay for your own ticket and hotel, and you, let's go. You know. But you have to listen to that episode because that story, the story he tells, is is amazing. It's it's right. a fantastic episode. I really like all the. You know, I I gotta say, I really have listened to a lot of the episodes, and I say that, and I don't know that they were switching back and forth. I don't know. I I, I don't know why I thought. Maybe it's the app I use. I thought it was all under one thing now, and um, so forgive me for that. Uh, the flight test community uh, and the app and the community cast guys, but yeah, the the latest episode, dude, fantastic, man. Yeah, it was really good. I don't think I've even finished listening to it, but let me see. I'm, I think I'm like yeah, you know, I think I'm like uh, 
44 minutes remaining on my... Yeah. yeah, I must be somewhere around that. Yeah, I probably have an hour left. But the uh, the last episode with uh, Josh and Josh and Austin and Alex um, is with the title, The Return of Flight Test Podcast 2. So definitely um, they did take a little break and they're, they're back on air now. And Yeah, and it looks like they're getting... Yeah, going to get back into mm-hmm. podcasting again, which is good. Yeah, yeah, which is good because I know... I mean, I know our listeners, you know, and I know even for myself, I'm always looking for uh, more, you know, RC-related content on in a podcast format. Yeah, because I think everybody commutes, uh, and yeah. it's just good to listen to. Yeah, it's perfect for the car rides. Hi, Fred. Perfect for, uh, you know, on the train. You know, when I, I commute on the train and subways, you know. Now that you mentioned Fred, dude, I got to say, we talked about Flight Fest, and I got to say, Fred extremely sorry we didn't bring you up and we missed the hell out of you at flight fest yeah we did um i was i was like i, I listened to the ft one and i was like you know that's right fred wasn't there and dude so fred wish you were there man would have been good to uh hang out with you at least and uh not see you on the four-wheeler just drive by go there's fred <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and him yelling at us get out of the hell out of here before the rain comes yeah oh. <laughs> you don't have to go home but you can't stay here yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, definitely. We can, of course. But yeah, Fred, yeah, we did miss you. That would have been nice to hang out and actually, you know, fly. Yeah. Especially if you weren't doing the volunteer coordinating, it yeah. would have been great. You know, you'd have definitely more time. I'm sure the FTCC guys, you know, all would have loved to hang out too. And, you know, so hopefully next year we'll see. Yeah. So what what other podcasts do you listen to, man? Well, I want to talk about RC Chen. Okay. One, uh, RC Heli Nation. Uh, that was actually the first podcast I started listening to um, RC-related. In fact, that was actually the first podcast I started listening to. And because of that, I started listening to um, when Flight Test released theirs. And then from there, I went into a whole bunch of non-RC-related ones. You know, like uh, just a whole bunch. Serial, that was a big one for me. That got me into Truth and Justice, Undisclosed. Uh, then that turned into Radio Lab and, and Stuff You Should Know and all, all these other podcasts I listen to now. But um, you, like the RCHN guys was like my, I don't know, the genesis of podcasting okay. or podcast for me. Um, it's primarily the reason why I wanted to start a podcast. <laughs> you know, I kind of look up to those guys. You know, those guys are awesome. Yeah. They, 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 they're awesome helicopter pilots. They're awesome and really funny dudes. Um, yeah, and what episode know? are they on now? They're on like three-something, is it? Three? I think we mentioned it once before. Um, I don't think it's in the threes. It's, oh, it's definitely up there. Let me double-check. Yeah, check. yeah, I'll tell you what, dude. That that was the first podcast that I started binge listening to. Okay. And, and it was on the way out to Flight Fest. I must have had seven or eight, probably maybe more than that episodes just downloaded on my phone uh-huh. and i was listening to him one after the other and when justin was telling that story about him cleaning, himself? cleaning yeah cleaning his garage area and oh, okay. getting the ca on him and squeezing it out and then itching, Up his, his, nose, right? itching his nose and getting the his <laughs> CA his finger to his nose dude that was hysterical <laughs> man that was yes. too funny yeah, that, yes. they put on a, a great show, man, and uh, yeah. I look forward to that every week, man. Every week, yep. Every Monday they're released. I look forward to it. And it's specifically helicopters. It's they, they yes. have, Sometimes they'll talk about multi-rotors, but uh, 
And I it's think usually one, on a negative way. <laughs> and it's usually in a negative light. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys will fly. I think was it Nick that just uh, he was was flying a plane uh, here and there, right? Was it Nick? One of the guys. No, there. no. Dan was like, I when when I think Dan hit like a little slum period with his helicopter, and he always talks about it like a slum uh, period. Yeah, where he just feels like a slump. Uh, slump. Yeah. Slum? Yeah. Slump. When when he just you know doesn't like he doesn't feel like he's progressing. He doesn't feel like you yeah, know yeah. it's he's doing too well. So. He um he flies up you know he's like he asked one of the the you know playing the I guess I'll I'll call what they call it plankers um to like hey let me let me fly one of your planes and he'll throw up a plane and kind of fly that a little bit and you know get back into heli so but uh yeah they are on episode two hundred forty three okay wow they they do it weekly yeah so do the math fifty two weeks in a year two hundred forty three they've been on for several years now. For sure, for, for like five years, then rough. Um, gonna be yeah. soon. Yeah, it's half. gonna yeah, like four and change. Yeah, for sure. Like it's gonna be five soon. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, we'll see. Hopefully, we get there too. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're actually the you know the main inspiration for me to start the podcast um, because I figure you know like they have this so they have like this very high level advance. They get into the nitty gritty stuff of like helicopters and stuff, but. Yeah, there's not really much beginner aspect of it. It's only helicopters. So I, you know, I know you and I were talking even before um, that. You know, yeah, there's not really much podcast. We talk about our CHN. We talk about I think flight tests yeah. just came out around that time, and we're like, you know, you, me, and Jeff were like talking about it, like we should do a podcast. Yeah, what the hell? I feel I actually feel like it was like Jeff's idea, or like you know maybe kidding. He was just like we should do one. You know, like how Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Talked and uh Well, I had thought about it for a while because like I said uh probably once before, you know, uh-huh. I used to listen to all things that fly. I, yeah, when Chris was on, I used to listen to that and uh RC today and then mm-hmm. those went away and I would try out different ones and you know, there were somewhere it was like the guy was recording it in his car and I'm like, oh, I can't listen to this or Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I can hear the guy breathing and I'm like, I can't listen to this. You know, so it was I'm I'm so bad when it comes to that you know i mean i guess main that, that might be a main reason why i like flight test too is because of the professional quality in their videos you know as well uh, sure. but i don't know it, you know it, and you sh- i guess you shouldn't judge free content like that but uh i do the little things i guess that bother me yeah so one of the other podcasts that i actually used to listen to um and i don't think they're on the air anymore was another uh, RC one. It was RCRN, and it was a video podcast that that guys used to do. And I think they were down in oh, really? Georgia or Atlanta. Yeah, and it was um, it was you know a bunch of older dudes. And uh, I think the one guy had a hobby shop. He had a pilot's license. The main guy, and uh, there was a couple guys. They just used to get together in this guy's basement and like shoot a video. And they it was they had a pretty pro setup. They're like um. Maybe four or five guys. They had an area where they would show new models and demo stuff, and it was it was pretty interesting. Yeah, it was called um, the RC Radio Network. Okay, I believe is what it stood for. And I see that their last their last episode's April two thousand fifteen. I they, I don't know what happened to those guys, uh, but you know you never know. You like just sometimes they come back. Um, yeah, all things that fly. That was two thousand fourteen, and uh, yeah. Um, we had talked about them on a podcast with Chris Ryber. Mm-hmm. Um, RC Today, though, looks like they had 
a podcast in May of this year, so I might have to check that one out. It says no title, the RC Today Show podcast. Yeah, the, the um, it wasn't all. I think it was RC Today Show where the one guy was checking the head speed of his helicopter as it was spooling up on the ground and chopped one of his fingers off. Oh, yeah, he had some kind of um, had some kind of device that he was holding close to the blades. Yeah, it's a optical tachometer. Yeah, and yeah, uh, no. Yeah, he, <laughs> he chopped one of his fingers off or a couple of his fingers off. Oh, I think that was a boy. podcast. Yeah, it's been a while, man. Crashcast. I did listen. I listened to Crashcast for a while. Yeah, um, I I get blown away with the amount of guys that get on that show. Sometimes it's like, and this guy's was, and it was like ten it's guys like a dozen on the show. Guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, um, you know, not not the best. I would say quality as far as everyone's system is you know well, I that's mean, tough when you get up to that many guys i would think yeah i kind of enjoyed it i know you didn't really enjoy it though right um i i liked it for a while they did talk a lot about multi-rotors though you know uh-huh. for a little bit so it was just <laughs> that aspect of it i did find it funny i guess one of them got uh sponsored by um what's the company yeah you told me about this they would say it like 400 times in the episode. <laughs> um, something about the frame, and then this company, they would just constantly say it. And like every time, it was just, I don't know, every time they said it, it just made me laugh. But um, yeah, I mean, that that uh, podcast ended. Uh, I know the main host, uh, you know, had some health issues, and, and you know, I kind of had to call it off for now. Um, yeah. But the rest of the guys spun off, and now there's a new podcast called angle of attack okay i haven't checked that out yet yeah i haven't checked it out either but i did subscribe they're uh, about 10 episodes in now uh i don't have much information about it since i haven't really listened to it but i know um lane's planes lane's is on it whatever his i don't i don't know if that's the last name or first name which uh i, I met at, at fly fest right uh, I, you know i made a nice little comment like hey you know nice plane Especially when you're coming over doing speed runs on the heli flight line, and I'm flying my 700 heli. Oh boy! <laughs> and it just kind of like shrugged it off, and I'm like, okay. And they do talk about helis on the crash cast. I don't know. I guess maybe maybe it was the few that I heard. Yeah, maybe it just doesn't matter. Those are the main podcasts, RC related podcasts that we listen to. Um, if our listeners have more or have ones that we didn't mention. Message us. Let us know. I'm, I'd be interesting and you know interested to to hear more. I you know I need more podcasts in my life. Do we do we have anything else for this main topic? I do, but it's not RC related. Okay. I, I really I really don't have anything else other than uh, just a couple political podcasts that I listen to. Okay. You don't have to mention that, but you no. do listen to political podcasts. Cool. Yeah, because sometimes I want to know what's going on, and I don't want it from Fox News or uh, uh, CNN or any mm. anything on TV. So I'll, I'll yeah. listen to And I think it's good to get uh, other sources of information. For sure. Yeah. And do your own research. I mean, I used to listen to, when I played World of Warcraft, I used to listen to the instance. I know those guys, are. I think, are still creating episodes. I listened to this funny podcast called How Does This Get Made? And it's they, they talk about movies that um, – and it's like how did this friggin' movie get made is basically what they're saying. And the one guy, Paul Shear, is on uh, – you know that show um, 
fresh off the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the guy that's the bald guy that's in the restaurant with the with the guy. Yeah, yeah. He's on the pod. He like hosts a podcast, and he's been oh. doing it for years. So, yeah, he's been doing it for a couple. Wait, what's years. the name of that show again? How did this get made? How did this get made? Yeah, yeah. I think my coworkers talk about that. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's not family friendly whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. It's not family friendly at all. And I heard there's a lot of like he'll get drunk and do it or something, right? No, I don't think they've ever gotten. Oh, okay. I mean, I think I did a different show, but okay. It's him and his um, wife and uh, another guy that I've actually seen on a couple of TV shows just did one episode spots on TV mm-hmm. shows. They're on episode 42, which is actually double because they do, they do uh, like, um, I guess it's a biweekly show, but every, and, and they do a weekly show, but every other week it's like the prequel to the next show. Like, so you can get ready. You could actually watch the crappy movie. Oh, okay. For, and it's pretty good. Like, um, They've done they've done some funny stuff. So it's like a podcast that they talk about movies, right? Like yeah, and they make fun of them, or they just like I don't know, like well, they talk about bad movies, like how did okay. how did this get made? Like uh, is it like Mystery Science Theater three thousand? Like where they like just no, they they sit down and they movies? go through the whole <laughs> movie, like um, you know, like just. I'm trying, to, apart. trying to think of some of the movies they've, they've done and and some of them i didn't know and i was like wow like like i had no idea like robin williams did a movie called toys back in the 80s 90s i think it was and mm-hmm. they were talking about how like creepy that movie was and uh like the sexual in- innuendos in that movie and just like uh, just stuff like that you would never even think of you know right right hmm. cool yeah i gotta check that out yeah it's pretty funny um. All right. So, I don't know if did we we didn't talk about the hosting stuff of podcasts, right? Uh, you mean our show? On oh, our show, yeah, yeah. About the podcast, about you know, well, relating to the main topic. No, no, we didn't. Um, basically, I would think you're the main host because you're always introducing stuff. No, no, no. <laughs> Is that what you meant? I no, I don't. I don't. I mean, first of, don't think like that. I don't think of myself the main host at all. I mean, I do. I think of the idiot in the background that just says stupid. <laughs> I mean, I just like to I just like to talk. Okay. No, but uh, no, um, no. I'm talking about hosting as far as oh. how does the podcast go from being edited to being published? Oh, okay. Like that kind of hosting. So, um, just to kind of go over that portion of this. It's we we use Podbean, Podbean.com. I mean, I think it was like a, I forgot what the subscription cost for the year. It was cheap. It was like a hundred bucks or something. Maybe yeah, even. something like that. Uh, so yeah, something like a hundred bucks for the year. Uh, it's, I don't know. I mean, what's your take on it? I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. I'm able to schedule podcast posts and I'm pretty sure you, you can do that with any hosting, but, um, a lot of times, you know, the podcast gets released really early in the morning. It's not because I'm up. It's because the night before I'll schedule the post. I'll also actually schedule the Facebook post too. So that way the Facebook release, cool. um, yeah, that way, you know, I don't have to worry about it or forget about it. Now, when the podcast comes out late, I'll just explain that. It's usually because I'm so busy working on something. Like, Kevin would be like, hey, I'm uploading the show now. You know, he'll text me, let me know. And I'll, I'll look at it and be like, okay, cool. I got to upload the show. And then I go back to working on something. Yeah, because. Go work in a helicopter and go work on something. Yeah, you should, we should mention because I upload it to Google Docs and then you take it from there. You take it from there yeah. and upload it to Podbean. Yep. And I think it's funny because I almost, I almost started laughing when you were talking about. And if it's late, 
you get a phone call from Chris Reiber <laughs> saying, <laughs> so what's going on? Yeah. Um, so, okay. If it's late, it's because I'm working on something that night that I, I'm usually trying to post, uh, you know, I should be posting. But yeah, I'll get sidetracked. It'll be two in the morning. I'm so beat. I can't even think of what we recorded, you know, earlier that week. So I just go to sleep and, and then I wake up at like seven o'clock. I'm like, oh crap. Chris could text you like, where the hell's the episode? <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, and like, I'm like, oh crap, so I'll run, I'll get my laptop, and I'll download it real quick and upload it, you know, and <laughs> so. Yeah, and he's done that, though, too, man. I mean, it's it's good, though, because I'd like to stay, you know, keep it on schedule. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm sorry, and, you know, when the episodes are late, when they're not released really early in the morning, it's because I I just slipped, didn't get a chance to, uh, you know, pre-schedule the post uh, the night before. All right, enough of this silliness here. Listen, you know, uh, when I'm out on the street, you know, uh, people always come up to me and they say, hey, Arnold, yeah, get to the chopper. Yeah, you know, like I haven't heard that like a million times. So listen, you know, if you want to see all the helicopters, you can go to this uh, little thing up in uh, Rochester, New York. It's uh, the Rochester Aero Modeling Society or RAMS. Yeah, you know, if you if you change those letters around, it spells Mars. And uh, I was going to tell you something about that, but uh, I can't recall. <laughs> yeah, you get it, right? Yeah, shut up, you idiot. Listen to me. It's three-day helicopter event, and uh, it's the largest in uh, the Northeast in September around Labor Day. You know, labor yourself up there and go check out some of these pilots, you know. It's the home uh, field of, you know, Mr. Chris Rybert and uh, the other guy, you know, that uh, the Kyle guy, you know, the guy that flies uh, pretty good. Yeah, you know, and it's grown, you know, over the last uh, couple of years. They've had, like, over a hundred helicopter pilots and, uh, like, a thousand spectators you know but it's not the t-1000 so you know you don't have to worry about it reacquiring you there so you know it's labor day weekend it's september it's friday saturday and sunday what did you think it was going to be on a tuesday so just go up there you know and if you miss this one i'm going to show up at your flying field and i'm going to poke your eyes out with my stogie you idiot let's see um from there we do the facebook stuff right we usually the night record like tonight uh, I will go on Facebook after we're done recording, kind of give a little hint and a little episode, like, feeler out. I yeah, guess. what we but, talked about. Yep. Yeah, what we talked about, you know, if we had a guest on the show or what the topic is. So, you know, kind of get people, okay, you know, interested in thinking what, what you know, what are these guys going to talk about this week, um, you know, and get that interest flowing you know, a couple of days in advance. Once we do release it, um, I schedule the post usually Thursday night. And usually have it release uh, the Facebook schedule post to be 6 a.m. That is usually it'll have a link to the Podbeams to the episode on the, on Podbean site. It'll also have a little more information about it. But usually, you know, if I get lazy, it's the same information, um, just just written a different way. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, I mean I want to be truthful i mean you know like it's not like you can't go back and read what i wrote it's like episode 34 talking about this oh i see what you mean all come, right and then and then they just release episode 34 is released come join us and you know like yeah, yeah oh, you so. do a good job um and then also on friday uh nick will post it in in flight tests uh forums for us and kind of manage that aspect yeah because they've been gracious enough to give us that yeah uh, 
that outlet there. And mm-hmm. I mean, we don't. I don't know if we see a ton of activity on there. I'm not on there that much. Um, yeah, I'm not on a forum that much at all either. I mean, dude, I barely have time for that. Um, I used yeah. to check it daily, but uh, and I used to help guys out, you know, different different sure. topics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, when it started, it was just really. <sighs> I don't. I don't want to say a couple of us, but it was like there was a you knew almost knew everybody, you know. Yeah, it was. It was definitely a smaller group of folks. But it, they've been they've been gracious enough to let us, you know. Yeah. Do that. Oh, it's awesome. For even sure. even though we're not family friendly all the time. Yeah. Part of the time. I'm sorry. I slip sometimes. Yeah. So then you know, and then at that point, you know, that's Friday. I think, you know, we kind of meet up, we do our flying on Saturday or Sunday, and then we start it all over again. Yep. Um, when, when I do schedule the hosts, and, uh, guest hosts and interviews, that I do usually a couple weeks in advance. Like, I'll talk to someone this week, planning for it two, three weeks in advance, just because uh, I want to make sure that they're able to make it. I don't want to, um, you know, just drop this on, ask someone to do something very last minute, you know? Yeah. So, so that's usually in advance, but as far as the episodes, if we don't have one written out in advance, like, okay, we're going to get, you know, one of the ideas I have is let's get our club president, Mike, back on the show and talk about club events. You know, we, we got a picnic coming up next week or this weekend coming up. Let's kind of use that as a, as a content driver, right, to kind of sh- give us ideas and, and things that we could talk about. You know, so planning a club event. He does, I don't know how many events he plans for the for the club. This is club only, members only type of events. But he does like almost every other weekend or something. Yeah, but I think it's easier than it sounds. I mean, I think he just puts a thing out there. Hey, we'll do this, this, you know. Yeah. This weekend it, it, if everybody's cool. I mean, it's definitely smaller little events. You know, like your the streamer battles or the um, a lot of airplane stuff, limbo or yeah, limbo, the solemns, like you know, we popped um, balloons one time. Pop balloons, balloons. Uh, bomb drop was fun. Bomb drop was pretty good. Yeah, Um, no, it's been a lot of good, good times. Yeah, so yeah, it might be something like I'd love to have him on the show to talk about you know how how did he get where he is and you know president of the club and Mm -hmm. how how did he how would you go about doing that? There's probably some group of guys out there to fly somewhere and they're like yeah we should get a club together but no you know you don't have any idea of how to do that well he didn't start the club right sure. right but he, he would the know club's been around for 50 years yeah or right but he would he would definitely i mean he's the president and he would know what's involved with a club and what you know right is there reporting back to the ama you know you have to have which they definitely monthly, is. monthly meetings you know which there definitely is yeah. um I mean, and I know they have board meetings uh, every month too. That you know we don't yes. yep. go to, but there's board meetings. I mean, and then there's there's office. You got your president, VP, treasurer, secretary. Right, right. You know, like so. Like I think at the bare minimum, because I looked into this when. Yeah, because we were talking about it. Yep. Yeah, we were thinking about opening a club at Green Pond. You know, seeing if the the town would let us use the land, um, make it a Sanchez Field, and then you know, and and we needed what was it? I think four. AMA pilots or registered uh, AMA pilots and you need someone to be the president someone to be you know to basically cover the offices right so I mean but yeah let's definitely that can see this is how we come up with, with an episode idea I shoot something out he starts talking you know we both kind of sh- hash it out and figure out a uh, an episode so yeah you guys just you know listen to it live happen right now 
<laughs> All right. All right. So on that note, let's go into the news. 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 Speaking earlier to Parks on Sukhoi, uh, I happened to notice the last time I was on Horizon Hobby that they are discontinuing, or it is now, right now, it's, it is discontinued, the Parks oh, on Sukhoi. That, that kind of, um, I looked at that and I was like, really? Uh, I wondered why, but then I saw that they are making a Gen 2 Sukhoi, and pre-orders are available for that. Ooh. Really, Gen Two. What's different about the Gen Two? It looks like the Gen Two is uh, a different color. It's like a bluish color. Because the original was white foam, obviously with green and blue, right? No, it was it was white and white and green. No, wasn't there like a blue or purple or something? No, there was a, there was a little bit, maybe some pinstriping of blue. Okay, roughly. Um, this looks like the same exact frame, just colored blue. It's like white and blue and has like uh, you know, some checkerboard patterns on it. Looks like the exact same thing. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what they actually did different, if anything. Okay, so yeah, the original one does have some blue on the wings, like almost like big triangles. But I am looking at the new one, which looks more like an S-Bock. It has some, uh, what is that? The uh, yeah, the checkerboard. Oh, the Sequoia and S-Bock kind of look the same, except the uh, S-Bock, the wing tips actually curve back. Right on the on the tips, but I mean, like as far as the the, the scheme of it, you know, the the paint scheme. Yeah, it kind of looks a little more like that. But um, yeah, I mean, to me, it actually does look very similar. Oh, I think the main difference is they they're putting safe on it. Yes, there's safe, and there's another thing that, if this is true, this would be very interesting. It says. Uh, Replicates the outstanding original with improved technology that gives pilots the flexibility of fine-tuning the AS3X system okay. to their liking. And now back with the, the, the you know, AS uh, or the AR636 that's on there or 635. I forgot the model, but um, that one is not tunable. Yeah, this is a 636A. Yeah, that's you, have, new one. you have your... Um, you know your your three modes: your stability, um, precision uh, flying, and then your your full blown three D mode, and that's it. You cannot tune yeah. the rates or anything in those modes. Yeah, and I I never liked that one switch that would screw your elevator up. Yes, the um, one switch is your flap switch. That might as well be called the heart attack switch because if you fly that thing with that switch on, you're gonna have a heart attack. The small brief one. I. I, I would call it the flyaway switch. The flyaway switch. The, uh, the Lenny Kravitz switch. The Lenny Kravitz switch or Steve flying a radiant switch. Uh. Yeah, dude, because <laughs> I think I've taken that thing off twice. Not mm -hmm. recently because I always check that now. And the yep. way I check it is it's on the ground. I'll spool the throttle up and then I'll pick the tail up. Well, I'll, I'll spool the throttle up and down, obviously. Wait mm -hmm. till the prop stops, then pick the tail up. And I, I see the elevator you know, start to droop as I'm lifting the the tail up, I'm like, oh crap, that switch is on and I just flick it. Yeah. Because that'll mess you up. It'll it'll take off okay, but then it'll just keep going. It's it's like yeah. it does not want to go up or down. Right. It doesn't go up not even up and down. I, I feel like I lose like rudder and, ele and aileron. <laughs> like yeah. it just wants to go away. Like you, you just lose control. It's almost like a brownout situation. It's, it's the weirdest thing. And I've disabled that switch, like inhibited in yep. uh, DX9 or DXA and it's still does it like it i don't know i think it's a bug but 
But uh, yeah, I mean, this looks kind of cool. Um, yeah, there's a little video on on Horizon Hog yeah. I might have to check out later. It does look like cobalt blue, though. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like the blue. One thing I don't like about the Sequoia is uh, the landing gear. And it looks like it has like, the exact same landing gear. In yeah. fact, the airframe looks exactly the same. Yeah, the airframe looks exactly, yep. Yeah, so. I like the Sequoia. Uh, I like the whole setup, man. I yeah, actually like yeah. that model. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so I, might, I might be getting one. Who yeah? Knows? We'll see. Nice. Is that all we have for news? That's all the news I could find. So that's all you got for news. All right. So what's next for you in the hobby? What do you got going on, Kevin? Well, the club picnic's coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah. On Saturday, and hopefully we won't get rained out. Cause I don't th- think we're going to. Th- they're saying, oh, no? Because the last thing I saw was you know, possible rain for the next like six, seven days. No, I saw, I checked this morning, and um, I mean, unless I checked the wrong like area, usually my my uh, weather app defaults to the field. <laughs> yeah. I care more about the weather at the field than I do at my house or work. But yeah, I thought it said... Uh, it's gonna be like ninety six degrees. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna rant for a few. When they can get this weather down, and don't have us wondering, and don't have us joking, then maybe I'll believe in global warming, or climate change, or whatever they're calling. They're it never now. gonna get the weather right. Come on, it's, they're just maybe. guessing like anyone else. They take a couple little, you know, weather stuff, right? Barometer and check. Then the, how am I to believe? Game. In in climate change and how am I to like back any of these policies that are going to start charging uh, the the crap out of us for the whole climate change initiative? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. And it's funny because you know the the entire world believed that the world was flat at one time too. Mm -hmm. All the scientists in the world said the world's flat. You sail to the edge of the the water, you're going to fall off. Yeah, and, uh, and that's and my little spiel. But and it's funny that the first the first folks that said no, the world is not flat, they got persecuted. Yeah. So now you're persecuting the ones that are saying this is happening, and you're saying no. How could that be? Show me. Proof. Oh, I'm, I'm saying the entire <laughs> world is believing something. And uh, okay, <laughs> but anyways, uh, I'm looking at the weather here for uh, Saturday. <laughs> when you and I are standing in the rain on Saturday, I'll go okay. So so no no it is it is saying when they get it correct I'll believe it. <laughs> it is saying that it's going to be 95 degrees. The real feel is going to be 107. Mm-hmm. Clouds and sun. Uh, the temperature. <laughs> Clouds and sun. I could have yeah. predicted that. <laughs> right. But uh, it's saying mm. that the temperature is trying the record from 1944. Like I guess that was the hottest. August 13th of, uh, you know, whatever. But a humid and afternoon thunderstorm in spots. So it might rain. (laughs) It's most definitely going to be hot. I don't know. I mean, either way, it should be be a decent time. Um, I don't know how much flying I'm going to get going. I mean, you know. We're gonna. I'm gonna have Maria and Chloe come in. You said uh, your wife is gonna try to make it, or yeah, yeah. So she's gonna come out. She's gonna see that big helicopter you're flying and be like, "That's it. I'm leaving." I haven't. Have you? Has she seen the 570? Yeah. Okay. I think she's. I don't. I don't know because it's been on the wall, kind of like. But I don't think she realizes how big that is. Yeah, like the blades have never been out. It's all folded down, right? Yeah, and it's funny because the the. 
kick-ass picture that Wayne took of your 570 inverted at Flight Fest cutting the grass. Uh-huh. I showed her that picture, and she said, that's not one of those big ones, is it? And I said, that's not bigger than anything that I have. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what I said. Uh, okay, I mean, I don't know. Do you think she'll get scared if she sees a 700 fly? I don't know, maybe. I mean, I, I fly pretty high for the most part, and, and I don't fly that close to me. The first time we went to... um. I took her into a gun shop, and mm-hmm. in I don't know about the rest of the country if they know anything about Jersey. You know, we can't carry in Jersey. We can't open carry. We can't conceal carry. Nothing. But if you own a gun store, you can carry in the gun store. Uh, sure. So when we first time we went to the gun store and she saw the guy behind the counter had a pistol on him, she was like freaking out about that. She was like, "What if somebody jumps the counter and starts the?" I'm like, "Well, then he's gonna get he shot by gun. like three point three or four people." Yeah. Well, what if he, he jumps the counter and starts to wrestle that gun around? I'm like, it's not going to happen. Don't worry no, about it. She's like, I'm no, going to wait outside. That guy will pull it out. So she waited outside. Yeah. He'll, he'll shoot that person before he even gets a leg over that counter. Yeah. <laughs> Especially as a business owner and, and a licensed gun holder. Like, yeah. Well, no. she doesn't understand. this. It's not a gun-free zone. You're probably freaking safer here. <laughs> mm. uh, anyways. Anyway, so, so, so... Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. We, might have, we might have some... Uh, some lucrative topics to talk about after this weekend. So, yeah, what else you got written here, I see? Oh, I was going to insert, I was in search of a 4S setup for the Sukhoi, and I was I was talking about, you know, you poss- possibly <laughs> taking that Corsair, but, I mean, if you've done a research on that, you know, that's yeah. what, I'm, one thing I want to check out on this new one, I want to see if it's uh, 4S compatible. That would be really cool if they did that, but I doubt it. 40 amp ESC installed sounds like the same one. 1250 KV installed that sounds like the same yeah, one. Same and a 2200 with a 124 prop. 2200 3S. It's the yeah. same setup. This 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 Sukhoi is no different except for the instead of having an AES, I mean AR635, it has an AR636 and it has yeah. a new paint job. Yeah. That's, I mean, as far as I can tell, even the pilot's the same color inside. The red guy with the black face mask. Whoa, you can't talk about the guy's color, man. It's his helmet. Oh, said the red guy. I don't know. Yeah, he's wearing a red helmet and red okay, all right. light suit. God. Well, I don't want to upset any anybody. <laughs> like, I give a crap. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but um, that's that's kind of a shame then. Because mm-hmm. uh, that would have been nice to make it 3S, 4S. Yeah. But maybe I'll, I'll watch a video and see what these two knuckleheads are talking about. Yeah. You know, and see, see what's new on it. And then, uh, dude, I think I'm, I, I got to take apart. I still have my 200% Mustang sitting in, underneath my garage, like, overhang. Dude, I got to get the electronics out of that and uh, just thin some stuff out, man. I actually have, like, I have that Sukhoi. I have an extra fuselage. I bought a fuselage for the P40 that I have from Hobby King, and I, I haven't done anything with that yet. But I'm probably not going to do anything with that until wintertime. You know, I'm going to get out there and fly while the weather's decent. Yeah. But I got little stuff like that that I think about every now and then. You know, I'd like to work on. But that's it, man. And I, I, I did nothing with that uh, scale heli build that I talked about last week weekend. Yeah. Still sitting on my on my bench, dude. I just haven't had the time. Right, right. I'd like to get yeah tear that one box apart that I have with all my old stuff in it and put something together. All right. What's so next for you in the hobby? What's next for me? I want to at least get the Y six Batbone. Um, flying, you know, it doesn't need to have the camera or, or anything fancy on it. Just, yeah, just the airframe right. flying. 
Um, I'm going to fix up the Oxy3Q. Nice. And then, um, of course, the Club Picnic. I do have an idea of doing something. I want to build a night heli, a night bird, uh, you know. Yeah, you talked about that once in, once or twice. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's like, yeah, I was, I actually looked on eBay on the forums for a cheap helicopter to buy. And I'm like, oh, you know, it'd be nice to have a 700, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. That seems pretty scary to fly something that big. Like, you know, like, I'm fine flying my 700 in the daytime. Yeah. But, like, but as soon as it gets dusk out, I'm like, oh, it's a silhouette. It looks weird. I can't tell what I'm, which way I'm facing. I can't see the rotor dust too well. Like, I get all nervous. I don't want to fly. Well, is there, a, is there, like, a preferred size to fly at night? I mean, 700. I think 700 is the preferred really? size to fly, period. <laughs> Okay. But um, you know, and then the five seventy, I'm like, oh, I'm selling the five seventy. So I don't, I don't think I want it. Which I have made the decision. I will be putting that up because I will be buying another seven hundred sometime in the near future for sure. But um, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, like I don't want to do that to the Cal CC edition. It's a special edition. It's yeah, yeah. Alley, like you know, I've never crashed it. It's great condition. I don't want to start hacking it up with LEDs on stuff like that. So, um, Goblin three eighty. You know, I thought about it. I have an extra canopy set, but switching back and forth is a pain in the ass. You know, but and <laughs> yeah, I caught myself there. Censoring and, yourself. Yeah, and then and then crashing the Goblin 380 is not cheap. No. Not at all. You know, like the main shaft was like twenty bucks or thirty bucks or something like that. I don't remember, but you know, like it's just not that cheap. So, what are my options? My oxys, right? I got two oxy threes. So. I mean, let me swing this by you. I might, you know, it might be all craziness, but you know, I I, I like I like the Tariq, Tarek edition. I still fly it, but I'm thinking of making that a three bladed, Tarek edition. Really? Taking the two the three bladed head off, getting the I mean, I would use the same head block as the the one I have on my my regular two fifty five because they don't make an orange anodized head block. But I would get an extra set of grips and make it a three-bladed orange, you know, hybrid, I guess, or whatever. Um, head on that. Oh no, but the swash would be uh, the swash is still for you know regular two-bladed. Yeah, but you can get a swash, three-bladed yeah, swash, it, right? I mean, it wouldn't be the Tarek edition. It would just be all black and silver instead of the black. Oh. And but yeah, I mean that's fine. I mean, so I mean, this is a thought. I haven't really decided yet, but make my Tarek edition three-bladed. Uh, especially with the head, maybe leave the tail too, and then take my regular 255, you know, edition. Go with the two bladed and make that into a night bird. I know um, Matt, Matthew Kramer, and Rich Knapp have made night birds out of the oxy. There's okay. some instruction instructional videos on how to make the night blades for that size so for 285 or 255. I'll, if I do make it a night bird, I'll probably stretch it to 285 too, just so I have a bigger, bigger heli. You know, better load this. Little bigger, smaller heli. Yeah, like a little bigger of the smaller heli. That would um, be pretty cool though. Yeah, and so I, I bought the LEDs for the blades. I bought the copper adhesive strip tape thingy that you need to. To line the blades with to give it the positive negative contacts for the LEDs. What? Wait a minute, dude. That's like a show in itself. Like I, I have no idea what you're talking about and how that's gonna work. Yeah, I'll, well, I'll, I, I thought you actually bought blades that had already done. You actually have to do that, huh? They don't make that size. They only make like 
Yeah. For uh, the 450, the, you know, 325 millimeters and up. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll go to another show. But I did buy a couple of the parts I needed. Um, the LEDs are freaking tiny, like tiny, tiny, tiny. Like a, it's like a pen, you know, like a, a tip of a pen. Tiny. Wow. Yeah, so that should be fun uh, soldering. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I got I got that. I might take a set of blades that I have and do a test run on them, see if I can actually make these blades. Because that's the most important part, I think, is the blades. It's easy to light up a heli, right? Yeah. Wrap some LED strips all over the place and, you know, put a little battery to light it up and boom, you got lights on the fuselage. But the blades, they're spinning. They have, you know, you have to hook up a battery to each blade, you know, like on the blade. Like, you know, I'm going to take those little 100 milliamp, UMX batteries and basically get that wired up and then like shrink tube it to the blade or whatever, whatever steps that it is. So it's going to be very, uh, I mean, it's been done before. There's instructions online. So I'm not worried about it not working, just the difficulties of trying to get it to work. I think, um, you know, that's probably going to be a little bit later because especially when fall starts to come around, starts to get darker quicker. We're at the field at five and it's like already getting dark. I want to have something where like that dusk. Time. Oh, that'd be cool. Light, but you know the LEDs will really show. I want to give that a try. So you know, it's my little two three month project for now. Nice. Well, that's about it for me. So let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap up time. Um, I don't think I was doing anything on Podbean anymore. Oh, we had a buddy of ours uh, start following us. Cinema flight. Yes. Commercial and area photography. He actually liked our episode. About himself. <laughs> so thank you for liking an episode. About yourself. <laughs> about yourself. Cool. Awesome. Thank no, and thanks for coming on. Yeah. Christian, that awesome. was that was a good episode. Yep. Yeah. Facebook lights. So I actually for Podbeam, we're just gonna let's I think we should just X that section going forward. Yeah, I mean um the the likes and the the new subscriptions are cool. Yeah, like but actually yeah, I have a location. couple more. Um T N Bridge, our buddy from that's Aaron, Aaron Blake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he liked. Um, I got him confused with the guy uh, from from uh, Australia. Oh, the uh, SK. Yeah, seventy three. Seventy three. SKT seventy three or SK seventy three T. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he liked a couple episodes. He liked the pod, the uh, flight fest recap, and he liked the uh, designer series with Nerd Nick. Mm-hmm. And Windforge uh, started following us. Sweet. All right, so I'll go into Facebook lights. There was a total of 259. Nice. Uh, that's only a couple more from last week. And I think some of the names I'm going to say I might have already said, but eh, you get a second shout if I did. Mm. So, yeah. We have New Jersey Foam. Uh, we got Eddie Morris. Uh, Morris? 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 Eddie Morris? Eddie Morris? Okay. Oh, sorry. I'm just listening to the music. Are you um, waiting for confirmation? <laughs> no, I'm just listening to the background music. Yeah. You like that background music? <laughs> I do. I do. I don't know if I like this one better or if I like the, the Please Leave Us a Park uh, <laughs> iTunes review one. <laughs> the children. <laughs> the feel the children. For, for the cost of a, cof- a coffee cup a day, you can save a children's life. <laughs> um, that's not a joke. Not at all. 
but yeah, that song is. <laughs> uh, well, the the joke is the money never got to him because the corrupt person in charge over there, the, the corrupt presidente or whatever, would take the money. Is it that never I, got I, to I the never, children? Really? I, I don't know. I never. Yeah. Hey, the children thing never worked. Oh, I'm sure it worked, but uh, I'm sure more times it went to either cartels or or the you know the corrupt politicians that were over there. So continuing, we got John Davis and Stephen Boyajian. Boyajian? <laughs> you saying it twice does not help, but I love it. I, I, I want to say it until I get it, but I don't know if I got it or not. Well, you say it the same each time. <laughs> no, I, I, I change it a little. Boyajian? Boyajian? <laughs> Bueller. Uh, Bueller. <laughs> All right. Uh, Fry. Fry. <laughs> so, okay. Facebook comments. One. Now, I'm sure we had more than one. I don't know, but you wrote one on here. Oh, I wrote one? It oh. just says one. <laughs> yeah, that should not be there. <laughs> and that one has disappeared. Google Drive. Live editing. All right. Uh, website comments. I don't think we had any website comments. We had a we had an Instagram picture though that I loved. It was Anthony. He got a picture with like each of the Rotoriot guys uh-huh. and posted it, and it's hysterical. It's just I don't know. It's just, it's just too cool. It's like Anthony with each guy. And he posted it. I thought it was great. So yeah, good job, nice. Anthony. Cool. Said he finally met the Rotoriot Rotoriot crew. Shit, if you wanted to meet those guys, you should just give them a flight. That's that's what I was thinking. You know? Yeah, dude. I mean, you could have hung out with them like because yeah. that's. They were doing some cool stuff with the quads too, like with the quads and the planes, and like trying to take down, you know, the Corsair that David was flying and your Mustang, like that. Yep. All that stuff was really cool. So they knew um, what to go after. They were going after the elevator the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that's the most important part of a plane, right? It's yeah, the elevator. So take it down. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read the review in the next episode. Email us at freefall rc at gmail.com facebook.com slash freefall rc podcast come over like our page post something post a picture post a comment share one of our posts you know like show some activity you'd like it don't forget to check out our webpage freefallrcpodcast.com uh, we're definitely going to be adding some more stuff as the weeks go by. Uh, we're also going to probably have, uh, once uh, the Chris's event, the Northeast uh, Helicopter Jamboree comes around, we're going to definitely have tons of pictures up there. So Yeah, we'll probably have him on the show before that happens. Mm-hmm, definitely. Thanks, Chris. Uh, yeah, thanks, Chris. By the way, I mean, not going to go into it too far, but... The picture of the the shirt. Oh, that was pretty cool, right? That fun uh, from for his fun flight. Not gonna go into it, but it's freaking amazing. All right, flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcasts, and then you'll see us there. Free for RC podcast, right next to the flight test community cast. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick. All right, so from the whole Free Forestry podcast crew, free our skies, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. See ya. Oh, I stepped on you. See, now I'm going to have to edit that out. Thanks, everyone. See ya.
Thanks, everyone. See ya. See ya. <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to leave that in. What, the last bit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool.